Hi. Why does it highlight? That's. Do you miss me? Oh, you don't. Because I do. Yeah, I do. And I think you appreciate you for coming back. If it's the first time, I appreciate you for coming and tuning into this episode of In My Opinion with Dr. Anansi. So today uh, we're going to have a little. It's going to be a fun conversation. Today I don't have any guests. Unfortunately, we are scheduling another one for another time. So today is just me and you. Yeah, let us talk heart to heart. So today we're going to talk about how to make this year good for ourselves. So certain things we should stop, certain things we should start and stuff. Yeah, so how to make this good day. Wait, how to make this year like very good. How to make this year feel like you there's so so much good in this year to expect. Yeah, so stay tuned if you want to know. So, um, how to make this year good for yourself and for others. Uh, let us talk about um, setting goals for the year. But before we go into the goals, I want to give you certain tips that I have found that so far. Um, I'm, it's giving me some nice anticipation for the year. So, I read this thing that was like, it's actually from couples, marriage couples. You burn up at talking about married couples. So it went like every two weeks you go out on a date. Every two months you take the weekend off, like go to these uh, bougie hotel or these coded locations in the country still, and like enjoy yourselves. Then like in every two years, take some months off and travel outside the country, like go and have fun. This is just to spice up your relationship so it doesn't feel boring. you come back Like we are adding some zoosh to the relationship. So I saw this and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not married. So I can't do this, you bad. So how do I apply it to myself? So I made it in such a way that um, at the end of every month, I'll treat myself. To something good so at the end of every month i'll take myself out um just to go and chill i could go with my friends i could go alone whichever one it is i need to like pamper myself at the end of every month because to be able to survive a month in this Ghanaian economy you need an award you need to reward yourselves yeah then i also remember the one that was like um every month buy yourself a gift so me after I started trying this thing, so like I bought a gift for myself for January. Um, I think I'm in the process of getting what I want for February. So you can list out everything you want to get yourself in the 12 months. Make sure it's attainable, achievable. You shouldn't be don't go and write that you want to buy yourself a car. You while you get one, you don't even have a job. You can aspire, you can have it as an aspiration, but then make sure it's achievable. Yeah, don't go and depress yourself because you can't get it. So like, it's something, something small, something you've, you've, you wanted, not something you need. It's very between a need and a want. A need you cannot do without, a want you can do without, but it's something that you wanted, a dark mass will pay. 
So like, schedule it for one of the months. And if it's affordable, buy it. And don't wait till your birthday before you buy it or something nice. Or don't wait till your birthday or some special occasion before friends will come and try and pacify you with some gifts or something of that sort. Please do it to yourself and have a nice thing. So to make the, good, the year very good, uh, to make it very smooth for you, let us all be um, goal inclined. So set goals for the year. Set goals for the year. Write out. Don't just put it in your head. I can't do this. I want to do this. No. Write it out and refer to it every day. It works. Like, honestly, it works. It works wonders. Because you, every day you check it and you know that, okay, this is my progress with each and every one of them. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So I have to do more or I'm achieving most of my stuff. So, like, it helps you. So set goals for the year. I've set my goals. They are quite a lot. I'm a fan of style. So sit to yours and like work towards them. This year, we are all going to be successful. I mean, right. So I, um, I want to zoom into a few things that I feel like in 2023, we should stop. It is getting annoying. Like for a very long time, it has been there, sir. People have been doing this thing, sir. It's getting annoying. I feel like in 2023, we should stop. So the first thing is about our weight. Yes, or how we look with regards to weight. Please stop fat shaming squad. Stop uh, skinny shaming squad. It's very, very annoying. When you see someone, you're like, hey, what's wrong? Or hey, what the phone? Like that, that, that. Do you know how insulting that is? I don't tell the person that the person doesn't have a mirror in his or her home. Or if they mean, we'll say, they phone now also. And sometimes it's so weird. You've known this person since childhood you know this is how the person is but then you will meet the person again and you will tell the person like hey it's just like someone is crippled yeah someone is crippled and you whenever you see the person say hey you're so dear that's how it's, it sounds to such people when they hear these things it's very rare me, me for instance i'm skinny and i like my skinniness Yes, me right. I like it like that. I love it. Mama can sample. Because I have friends outside the country who tell me like this body shape or this body type I have, people out there wanted to be able to venture into their modeling career. And like I have it naturally. People are like starving themselves because they want to look like me. Yeah? So when I meet people telling me, and uh I remember when I was in like um JHS, a teacher of mine told me after meeting me twice on two at two different times in the term, eating toffee, he concluded that I'm always eating toffee. But like we've not how many times have you seen me eating? As long as you are healthy, like if you are here and you are thick or plus sized or whatever it is, or you are very skinny, listen to me and listen well. If you are eating healthy, if from time to time you're exercising, you're not um, eating, taking in too much fat, you're not starving yourself, but you're just eating appropriately, my dear, you are healthy. Don't listen to these people. Don't let it get to you. It's annoying, but you have to let it get to you. 
you are very healthy, you are very fine. Yeah? Because sometimes when if you know people who are plus size, who are thick, try and find out if their family members are like that. You some of them is genetic. So you don't have to go and tell them, say, or most perfect body weight. How many times have you fallen sick since last year? Like last year, how many times did you fall sick? Last year, I can count the number of times I fell sick. In the whole of last year. But when I climb down on so-called perfect body, why Gary Ben Yet you come and laugh at me about my body weight because why I am skinny. And so in actual sense, if I have a low BMI, I should be having a low immune immune system. Yet we are the same. I, it's it's so weird. So let us let us stop this thing. It's very annoying. Stop body shaming people. Mm. Stop body shaming people. If you are not going to give a professional health advice, or yeah, let me say it like that, or a professional health tip, or the person doesn't need it, the person doesn't ask for it, just keep quiet. Don't go behaving as if you are medical doctors when you are not. Don't go behaving. Let me rephrase that. Don't go behaving you are nutritionist when you are not. Secondly, let us stop um, in a way, um, what's the word? Looking down on people's hustle. Like everyone has something that they are doing that brings money to their pockets or puts food on their table. It might not be as clean as yours. Maybe you have an office job. Maybe as, well, your, 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 the, the course you read in university gets you a more, in quote, um, befitting working space. Not everyone has that. So if someone is doing something else, someone is hustling in a different way, we beg, don't go and be judging the person or judging the person's hustle. We feed the person. We take care of the person. You won't do so. So why do you sit somewhere and, 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 and like, it's not fine at all. Thirdly, this thing, it's, it's, it gets to my neck every time. Stop asking health professionals information about people's drugs. I repeat, stop asking health professionals information about people's drugs. It is one, it is illegal for a health practitioner to tell you, oh, this person's drug is because the person is having such and such a disease. It is illegal for a health professional to do that. That's one. Two, don't go and put the person on the spot to come and tell, to tell you that, oh, is having and don't do that. If you wanted to know, you should have you could have gone, gone to read about read that particular course so you would have you would know. You don't use protection. When you go out and you go and have your 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 fun and you forget to use protection. Or you choose that rounds even if they forget. You choose not to use protection. Then you find, let's say, a drug in the person's room. Then you send us pictures and be asking us, what is this drug used for? Because now you are afraid that you've contracted something. Really. It's annoying. Like, stop it. Stop it. 
if you know you are you'll be sleeping around me I'll, I'll come and tell you to stop this is your life namaste if you know that's what you do please protect yourself hmm? protect yourself if you need you know how to protect yourself look at me give me that excuse to say any day say me oh you so condom and me you so condom any day hey ah did please protect yourself please do so and stop asking health professionals in a drawer some people's conditions it might not be a very serious condition but then you don't want anyone to know and there's that confidentiality between a patient and the health practitioner he might he or she might not be the direct person who took care of the patient but he or she is not supposed to tell you the outsider without the client or the patient's consent that go ahead so we beg you stop it the next thing that this is to the boys the gentlemen this is not gentleman like stop wearing the same boxes for days please stop wearing the same boxer shorts for days you are disgracing the gender men you're disgracing men you're disgracing the males stop it it will not help during the kind of bacteria you hoard in your boxes you hoard down there when you don't change your boxes every day like please it's smelly very smelly and um, i am the type that i use um I, i'm always i like to always smell good so like whenever i step out my in a sense my nose is set to neutral so the tiniest scent aroma odor out of place is very strong to me so when i sit in cars or when i go out in public and we are sitting somewhere someone passes by me and like you can't because i'm uh, let, let me tell you this spray or color uh, is it cologne or cologne or whatever it, i forgot the how the pronunciation is the c-o-l-o-g-n-e it doesn't cover up the scent that is coming from your waist area when someone is sitting down you would have sprayed yourself right and pass by the person if you are wearing a boxer shorts you've worn for more than like, even more than a day or two days once as you pass by the person, the person's nose is on the waist level. The person smells it. It's bad. It's bad. So please, I'm going to say, no, I went down there to smell musky. Yo, please, change your boxer shorts every day. At the end of the day, you've gone out in the morning. You've gone, you've walked about. You've, you've, you are sweating. You've excreted unwanted fluids. When you are done at the end of the day, take the boxes off and wear a new one. If you don't have enough boxes, go and buy more. We beg. Our noses are begging. And please try as much as possible to use cologne, maybe eh, spray, or what's the other one even called? Deodorant. All the time. This is not just to. A gentleman, this is to everybody. I don't know if you've sat in a car and there's a, a woman or a lady 
who smells bad. Chai. Hey, you. Please. You know how my natural scent, my natural scent, I say more. It smells good. Why? Smell good. Never well. The next one is this is maybe out to Madame Fabina and say, Stop buying clothes from Instagram. Stop buying clothes from Instagram. If you feel like you want to buy something from Instagram, make sure you're able to confirm, not just by phone or something like that. Me, if I'll buy clothes from Instagram, I'll buy anything from Instagram. One, I want to know that there's a location of whatever where I'm buying from has a, a situated place, like permanently where they're situated. Whatever the location is, if I have friends who live in that area, I'll let them check for me or I'll go and check myself if that building is actually there and I'll probably make my purchases in person. Now to order via Instagram, right after you make payments, they'll tell you, oh, I am packaging it and I'll send it very soon. Then by midnight, they block you. Please, some are legit, yes. Some are not legit. Some are partially legit in the sense that when they have clothes and stuff, when you buy, they will sell. But when they run out of clothes and they've stupidly spent their money, now they need capital to go and what? Bring in more clothes. So then they will, they will dupe a few of you and use your money as their capital to bring in more clothes. Then other people will come and buy. So please stop buying stuff on Instagram. Unless you're able to properly verify that such and such a person is selling or this is where they are. Always choose, choose to buy it in person. Or possibly, if, you're buying me, if I'm buying something online, unless it's, let's say, Jumi or Kiko or those other stuff, if it's from someone's this one, Probably I know someone who knows the one selling it directly or I've met the person selling it before. I know the person face to face. So then I am, I'm sure that there's a, a, a lesser chance of me being scammed compared to if I just... Right. So good. The next one is, please... We we know soon we'll be we'll be getting to the Valentine's period, the Odomant, apparently. Stop following those who are posting memes about Valentine. Stop following them. None of them, none of those people are single. All of them are in relationships. All those posting memes. And I, if if on the, if you want someone to Come in uh, if you want me to post your picture, 3K. If you want me to add caption, 5K. All, please. None of them are single. They are all in a relationship. And they are posting. Don't follow them. Because when it gets there, you will cry. So, Val's Day, if you've, you have other friends who are single, who are not going anywhere, all of you plan something and go out and go and have fun. If you think pressure, be far what? If you think pressure will not fire you to sit at home and watch a movie. Sleep, eat. Like, don't come and stress yourself because of relationship. If you don't have some, you can call me. We'll have a conversation. We'll talk. I have nothing doing, apparently. So, don't let people's this ones get to you. Now, the last one, which is very dear to my heart. This is to my ladies. Yeah. 
If you are a side chick to a married man, take him to court. Period. And then remember, it is a trend. It's a serious trend, yes. This thing that this lady did, um, whatever her name was, she she did a video. There was this video that she was saying, um, when she gets into a relationship with you, uh, you can give her money and sex. But that's not it. She wants to learn from you intellectually. She wants to leave the relationship knowing that she has grown mentally and not just um, physically. Like, I seen like, not just financially or sexually, but she wants to know that she has grown mentally or intellectually as well, which I find quite interesting, Mum. But then, please, the thing is very simple. Just... On her as I pursue the person, as long as you are a side chick. But this girl is why I had you. He called you a Honda Civic. He called you an apartment. He, you didn't even apply for the job there. I think he actually just gave the job to you after your NSS also. After all that, what did you do? You sued him for harassment. But I was reading the 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 this one. What the? plaintiff yes they were like his hair what was within the court the appeal i think it was appeal court it was like um the plaintiff with all the assurances from the first dependent to exit the bank and not take up a contract and in return for that the first dependent made representations and assurances to the plaintiff the plaintiff is the girl yeah and the first defendant is you know who the accused so, um, hey, what am I saying? Yes, I read from, I think, the appeal to court that um, she was given assurances that you should be given the following. A lump sum working capital to start business. The, the man was going to pay for her accommodation and rent for three years, buy her car, pay her 3000 every month, buy her ring, pay her medical and other bills, including paying for her to undergo family planning treatment so that she would not give birth in the short term to marry her after divorcing his wife in the course of their relationship since the man's relationship with his wife was challenged with irreconcilable differences and the marriage had broken down beyond repairs and so like generally he had promised her that he was going to take care of her I read something which was like very, it was quite funny. Um, he said he was like the first to do everything. He said, ladies and gentlemen, meet the deacon of the first Baptist church, CFO of the first Atlantic bank, and the first sugar that is sued by a side chick. He's first in everything. Hey. Now, mm, Ghana. And me now, I'm, I'm just sad for the wife. The wife is. A medical doctor with nine years experience planning clinical work, project management, research, undergraduate, undergraduate training and leadership. And also in the public sector, she's a product. Hey, sorry. What did I say? Yeah. So she's a product of Wesley Girls High School and the University of Ghana Medical School. She graduated top of her Master of Public Health course. And she has worked in Ghana's rural districts. Wow. And now she's the acting director of health services for South 
Dei. E. Like. She's A. You have a wife like this. I don't, I'm not in the house, so I can't tell. But whatever it is, I hear it's also uh, lawful for the wife to sue the husband for infidelity. So if she does so, since apparently their marriage is in a is in an unreconciliable state, she can sue him, and he will literally lose everything because if you're side chick and your your wife, both of them are suing you. Yeah, how could I? And just wanna your your wherever you are working with, they will suck you. You will lose your job. Like, hey, church deacon. Well, yes, So what we can learn from it is, please, ladies, if you your is your aspirations to become a side chick. Please make sure the person you are choosing doesn't harass you. And the person will take care of you well. Someone will say, don't waste the sin. Make the best out of it. And like she said, also learn intellectually from it. Yeah. But then the best advice is, make your own money. Aspire to be things of your own. Like, get a life before you become someone's wife. Like, be your own woman. Restraint. Learn restraint. Oh. So, this is where we'll end for today. Thank you so much for joining me as we dissect these things that are very annoying. And I feel like if we stop these things, 2023 would be a piece of cake. And if we do the few things that I started with, 2023 would be fun for everybody. So thank you. Don't forget to share. And see you again on the next episode. Bye.